we're on the towards the bottom of Samach Gimel Lamed Beis, where it says Ahu Mavoya. First word on the line is he, about ten lines from the bottom. Ahu Mavoya. There was a Mavoi. The Havadayre Be Lachman Baristak. Lachman Baristak lived there. He was a guy. Taisus actually brings from Rabbeinu Hananel that he was Gairis Homan. Homan was living there, or Homan Baristik. I'm not sure if. It, okay, anyways, there was a guy living with them. So they said to this guy, Why don't you rent us your property in order for us to be able to carry there? As it said in the beginning of this Patek, that when you have a guy living amongst Yidin, the only way that you could be able to carry with him is not by making an Eid of Chatzeres. You can't make an Eid with a guy. And the other, the other option, which is to be Mavatl Rishos, is also not an option. The only option is to rent the use of his rights, of the property of the Mavai. He wasn't interested in renting them his rights for the Mavai. Also, they said to what should we do? says to them, Everyone should be Mavatl their Rishos to one individual, that everything belongs to one person. And then, what do you gain by that? So now it's just one individual. It's like there's one yid living here in the place of a guy. And in the case of a yachid and a guy, we learned before that Eliezer ben Yaakov, the first mission says that Eliezer ben Yaakov holds when you have one yid and one guy living in a mavoy or in a chatzer, so then the guy doesn't ask. It's only if there's a minimum of two yidin together with the guy. There's one owner. Again, in this case, yeah. since they were all mevatel there, there's many yidin there, but they were all mevatel there to show us to this one yid, so it's only one yid and one guy. When there's one yid and one guy, it's not a problem. We're towards the bottom of Samach Gimel Amit Beis. so they said to Abaye, is this, is this a good Eitzah? Midihu time, what's the reason if there's one yid and one guy? That there's no issue of the guy being there. Ella It's the the deity. It's not common to live with a guy. That one yid should live with a guy. The Gemara explained before the only reason you have to have a schira, you have to rent from the guy his space in order to be able to carry there. It's a takan of chazal. They didn't want a yid to live with a guy. They didn't make that takana if it's one yid with one guy because that's an uncommon thing. Yid, if one yid will not live with a guy. Many yidin could have a guy living amongst them. So in such a case, they made a takana. But Vahacha Hakadairi, over here there are many Eden living there. What difference does it make that you have this bit of the shows that everyone annulled their ownership to one person? But the pile, many people are living there. So the Takana of Chazal, that you should have to rent from the guy, his his space should still apply. Amalahu Sabai says, no, this is also considered to be unusual. Kal bituli being mevatal, there is just to one person, is also milsad it's also something which is uncommon, and there milsad So there was something like this, which is uncommon, chachamim were not geyser, they're excited that you have to rent out the rishos from the guy. Just to clarify, what Rashi here explains, there's a big machlekes here, Rashi and Taisvis, in the Pshat and the Gemara, but Rashi's Pshat, if they're going to be mevatal, there is just to one person, so now it's one yid, it's like one yid and one guy, so they don't have to rent their property from the guy, correct. But how is it going to help for them to be able to carry? They didn't make an native chatzedes. There's a bunch of yidin over here. So Rashi says they're not going to be able to carry out from any of their houses. But this house of this person that they were mavatel their shus to, they'll be able to carry out from their house. Right? If they were mavatel their shus, that means that they are mavatel to him. They can't carry out from their house into this place. Adarabah. They're, they're mavatel that they're not using this place. Only from this person's house they're going to be able to use. 
And besides that, Rashi says, they'll be allowed to carry inside the chotzer, or inside the mavoi, they'll be allowed to carry. Whatever is there, they'll be allowed to carry. But from their own houses, this is not going to work. They're not going to be able to carry from their own houses. That's Rashi's chat. Okay, so now what happened? So Rav Honebreder Rav Yeshua went and reported this Eitzah that Abayu said to Rav so Rav said, It's going to come out that the whole concept of Eitzah is going to be bottled in this movie. People are going to this movie, are going to forget about the union of an Eitzah. They're doing this Eitzah of being a everything to one person. And they're not making the schiris with the guy. They're not making a native. People are going to forget about the whole innovative. They're going to carry in the mobi without a native. Doesn't so, battle, huh? Doesn't it make it one big rishus when you're mavatel yours? It does. You're correct. But if you're mavatel, you can't carry out from your house into the chotzer, because you're mavatel. The whole concept of mavatel is I'm renouncing my ownership in the chotzer. My you're use. A guest. What? Your guest. You could only use from his house. If you're using from your own house, your ice, your ice, the whole bittle becomes ice. Mm-hmm. The bitle is dafke if you're not using your private use from your house. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna ask, so Rav Honebered Rav Yeshua tells Rav, no, they'll make an Eidav also. Even though the Eidav is not effective for the guy, but they're gonna make the Eidav in order not to forget about the Eidav. So Rav asked them, that is, you're gonna make an Eidav, and then people are gonna make another mistake. So people are gonna say that an Eidav works even when you have a guy. The Eidav doesn't work when you have a guy. A guy can't participate in Eidav. So how you, if you're gonna make an Eidav, it's gonna bring another mistake. So he told him, no, the Machrezinon. We're gonna make an announcement. We're gonna let everyone know that the Eidav that we're making is only that people shouldn't forget about that Eidav, but really the Eidav doesn't work. You're gonna take out an ad in the paper. You're gonna be Machrez. This announcement is going to help for the children. In other words, for the next generation, people in the future are going to know about this. Just to make an announcement now is not going to help for the future. People are going to think and come in the future to make a mistake that the aid of works even for a guy. The kids are, the point is, Rava did not like the Eitzah of Abaya, that they should all be Mavatul Darashos, and you could make this aid of that doesn't really work. Rava had a different Eitzah. El Rava says, Rava, what should you do? Lazel chad minayu, let one of the Yidin go. Likravle, become close to this guy. Make a strike up a friendship with him. And then Vilishal Minay Duchta. And then ask him, ask of him and borrow from him a space that he has that uh, you can uh to put there something, to put down one of your what the yid, the yid should be able to use the space that the guy has over here in this chatzer on this mavoy, that you should be able to put something in his uh, property. And now the Yid will become like his worker. Like you're, you're, you're using, you have rights to use things in his property. So now you have a shtickle ownership, like his worker. Rashi says he's a shira, is a person that works for him all year. Lekita is a person that works for him, lokit, to, to uh, gather the, uh, seasonal. The, 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 yeah, seasonal worker that works for him in the times when the, there's harvest. So, what's the mile if you become schirai lekitai? So the Gemara says, "Va'amar of Yehuda, Amashmol, afilu schirai, va'afilu lekitai, neisen eruvai v'dayai." If you're a worker of a guy, even though the guy himself cannot participate with the eruv of a yid, but if you have a yid that's a worker of a guy, so you have a shtickle ownership now in this house of the guy. This yid could place an eruv, could participate with an eruv together with the other yid in there v'dayai, and that works. That's good enough. So if the guy 
does not agree to rent out his space to you, so let a yid become like his worker, and then the Chacham were makel and said, being like his worker will be enough of a reason that the yid not could participate with an native. That was Rav about this he asked a question. How about let's take this a step further? Not in the case of a guy, but What happens in a case that you have five people or ten people really, five schirim and five lekitim, ten ten different workers that are living in one house? What's going to be the halacha? What's the shaila? The question over here is usually when you have one house. Only one person that is the owner of that house has to participate with the aid of Chatzeris. You have many, you know, all the family members that live in the house, they don't all have to participate individually with the aid of Chatzeris. Why not? Because they're just living in the house of the person that's the one owner of the house. The question, however, is, what's if you have five workers, ten workers that are living in a house? So just like we just said over here, when you get to the guy, that when you have a worker working for the guy, that he could place the aid of instead of the guy, or he can place the aid of even though the guy can't, should I say the same thing? If you have 10 workers living in 10 rooms of a house, maybe each individual worker has to place an aid of, he has to participate with the aid of separately. That was his question. So the, as Rashavi explains, the, the basis of the Shaila is, do I use this Svara of Sechirei Lekitoi only as a leniency? In a case where the guy can't participate as an Eidov. So then the Sechirei Lekitoi, which is a Yid, will do the Eidov? Or do I use it even Lechumre? When you have 10 workers living in one house, they're not all considered to be part of the B'nai Ba'is. Each one of them separately has to participate with the Eidov. That was his question. Amalei, said Rav Yaisiv, answered, no. In Omru, Sechirei Lekite Lahakal, if Rav Yudha Mashmul said his concept of Sechirei Lekite, that if you have a worker, that he could place the Eidov, even though the guy can't, they use it as a leniency, Yomru, Sechirei Lekite Lahachma, would they say this concept to be Machma? To say that... Um, each person individually is going to have to participate with an aid. If you don't say that, if they're all living in the same house, even if it's in a separate room, it doesn't matter. They all participate in the same aid. We'll see later. There's going to be more details about this in the Gemara, about people living in the same house and different rooms. Well, be, we're coming up. They, with each each one pay different rent. I mean, each one pay rent for the. Uh, that that might be different if they're renting. So then that's already like apartments, like different mm-hmm. apartments and one. So then it's uh, they are separate. Here we're talking about that they're living in the house, they're not uh, renting. And the truth is, even going back a second before, it said before that uh, the, the Yid should become friend, uh, friendly with the guy. And then the Gemara, they said, midi, that he should put down something, that the Yid should put an item to use there in that space. Rashi holds that he doesn't have to actually put anything over there. He has to be a friend with him, that he would allow him to put something down over there. That's the Rashi. That he would allow him to put something there, but you don't have to actually bring anything in over there. This statement. Let's go back to the statement itself. If you're a worker of a guy, so the yid, which is the guy's worker, could make the aid of, could participate with the aid of a diet, and that's good enough. So Rav Nachman said about this chiddush. How Gishmak, how great this Chiddush is. This Kula, this new Chiddush over here, that this is a good Eitzah, with a guy, that the Yid could make the Eitzah. Another thing Rav Yudah Mashmol said, Amar Rav Yudah Mashmol, Shasa Revius Yayin, a person that drinks a Revius of wine, Al Yayra, you shouldn't paskan any Alocha. Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman heard this, he said, Loi Ma'al Yehoshmaita, 
Now, this this uh, halacha, this uh, statement of Yudim Mishmul is not uh, is not so gishmak. Why not? The Ana myself As long as I didn't drink a revius of wine, my mind is not clear to be able to paskana halacha. He had to drink some wine to open up his mind to be able to paskana halacha. So he was rating. He was rating the statements of Rav Yudah Mashmul. This is this is gishmak. This is not gishmak. So Amalei Rav Rav said, "My time, Amma Ma'achi. Why are you saying this?" Rav Acha Bachanina. said, "My dechsev v'royes zaynes yoyvad hain. A person that hangs around with zaynes loses all his wealth. What does this refer to? Kol aimes shmuah zu noah." And zu einena, the lashon of zainai. So the, we uh, we read it as a combination of uh, these words of zu noa and zu einena. A person that says this shmuah is beautiful, this shmuah is not beautiful. Ma'abet you lose all the wealth of the teira that you have. <coughs> so we just learned about this in the Maimah this morning over here, the Maimah vayeshev tafshin yud beis. So there, the Rebbe explains that the pachira. Why does a person lose? The chiddush over here is he doesn't only lose that part of Torah that he says is Noah. even that part of Torah that he says is Noah, it's Geshmak, and he likes it. He's, he's involved in it. Nevertheless, he'll lose that as well because what's Torah? Torah is not the chokma. You cannot retain the information of Torah. You can't connect to the Torah if you don't realize that the Torah is the Eibushdus Torah. If it's just a chokma, so then you lose the whole entire thing. And there's also the the um, the Mashav here says about this Gemara. That it's not only when a person says shmuzu no, shmuzu no. Even if you just say shmuzu no, shmuzu no, without saying shmuzu no, just to say shmuzu no is also not allowed. So much so that there's the uh, yep, yeah, there's there's a there's a sefer from the Taz on Alatayra. Um, it's called Divrei David. It's a sefer on Rashi and Alatayra. And in the beginning of Pasha's Kairach, where Rashi says, Pasha's uh, Yofen Adreshes, the Medrash Rabbi Tanchuma, he asks on Rashi, how could Rashi say Yofen Adreshes? It's Darshan beautifully. You can't say Shmuzu no, even if you're not saying Shmuzu Eina no, you can't, person shouldn't say Shmuzu no. So he explains, it gives a whole shot how, how Rashi could do that and what Rashi means. But uh, according to the Mashah, the Taz, they say that uh, even just to say Shmuzu no is a problem. So this was the Tainan of Nachman here. Huh? Why should that be a problem? Because if a person is only learning it, mitzad, the fact that it's Noah, not because it's David Chachma, the problem is not only that he's rejecting, that he's saying, this I don't like. But if at some fact that he's learning it, mitzad, it's the Chachma that he understands and appreciates, so you see he's not connecting to the to the nice Nathayda, to the Eivishter that's in it. Yeah, he had a few times in the Gemara, yeah, and Hanami. Yeah. I hear you. A Malay, so Rav Nachman heard this, how did he be? Nachman says, okay, I have charot. In other words, he say, he was saying, Rashi says, I'm not going to do this again. I'm not going to anymore say that this is Malisa, this is not Malisa. So now the Gemara brought up this, uh, this statement of here about not drinking wine and paskin ga halacha. So we're going to be learning now a lot about this halacha, not drinking. A person. Oh, yeah. It's just in time, huh? or just. <laughs> Just not, not to stare the antipo. So Rabbi Baravona said, If a person drank wine, he shouldn't dab. So we're talking here, of course, about the Iker of Tefillah, which is the Dab Nesri. He shouldn't dab. Even if you drank wine, but it's accepted. The Tefillah is you, 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 you,
So then you shouldn't daven. V'mispal tefilos yateva. If you daven, so then the tefillah is a teyeva. It's it's despicable. It's uh, and it's not accepted. It's even with the yevet, it's not a good tefillah. So the Gemara explains heichidomi shasiv, heichidomi shikka. What's what's considered to be a shasiv and what's a shikka? Ki hadarabe, kederabe, bar shumni, v'rab menashe, bar yemye, megifti. So have a kamifteri me'adadi. They were departing from each other, amabra denor, and they were standing by the river, by the place where the boat crosses people over the river, nor yufti, the river of yufti. Omru kolchadmi, and so they said to each other, kolchadmi on leme milse dole Let's tell each other epes halacha, something that we never heard before. When you depart, you should say dvar halacha shemitochkach zechreiv, and because with this dvar halacha, you'll remember your friend. Right, so in order, instead of departing with the, whatever shdusim, you depart with, you say dvar halacha, and that's what you go on your way with. Right, this also brings this union of alipotara dvar chaveri alim toich dvar halacha that it's the potter adam, it's the neshama that comes into the world and has to go on its way. So in order for the neshama to be able to go on its way in this world, it has to have a dvar halacha, the halacha which is the kiyum of teira mitzvah stafke in this world. Shemitech kach zechreyu, and that elevates the neshama to remember the shayrish and neshama lamaila. That's the erech the chesidish pshat that there is in this gemara. But over here they were departing, so they said, let's say a dvar chiddush. So pasach advamar, one of them said, heichi dami shosiv, heichi dami sheke. What's the line of a person that just drank and his tefillah b'diyevet is good and a person that drank and he's a shikah he drank some wine but he can still stand composed and speak in front of a king a person that cannot stand in front of a king what's the connection to davening? because when you daven shmei nasr you have to be standing like in front of a king in davening so you have to at least have that ability to stand that was the new halacha that one of them said. Pasachidach v'amar. The other one also said a new halacha. Chamachzik benichsiyager. A person that finds the money of a ger, the possessions of a ger that has no no one to inherit, no yodish to to yashin his properties, and you get the nichsiyager. You didn't work for it. It's something that you got without any work. So Rashi says it could be an ein People look and say, "Oh, where did this person get all of a sudden all these properties?" So you don't want to have to be an ayin hara. My yasev What should you do that the money should remain, the possessions, the properties should remain by you? Yikach ben seifetayde. Buy a seifetayde with part of it. Rashi says, but some part of it buy a seifetayde, and the schar of the fact that you use some of these properties to be able to buy a seifetayde with it, with this mitzvah, the schus of this mitzvah, no ayin hara will uh, uh, do anything to you. Amar Rav Sheishes, Rav Sheishes applies this and says, Afilu ba benichse yishter. Person gets married. And his wife brings in properties, monies. And again, there's an ayin hara. So the same thing applies. Buy a sefer teireh. A person makes business and makes some money. So the same thing. To get rid of an ayin hara. You find a mitzia. You don't want an ayin hara. So do a mitzvah with it. It doesn't have to be dafka sefer You take part of the money and you fulfill a mitzvah with it. You write tefillin with it. It's also good enough. To get rid of an ayin hara. My kara. Where do we see that if you do a mitzvah, you get stuck even, as we'll see, you can get rid of an ayin hara. When the Yidin were going out to, the, to fight and to the war, this was by Midian, Parshish Matai, so the Yidin said that if the Abish is going to make us be victorious, so then we're going to give to the Abish a part of what we uh, come back with. So we see over here that if a person gets something and 
that, that's, that's more than usual. He doesn't want that to be an ayin hara. So you give tzedakah, you do a mitzvah with it, tefillin, sefetayr, so then the ayin hara will not take effect. Oh, my Rami Baraba. Rami Baraba said, so now going back to a person that drinks, and he's not allowed to daven, so how do you get rid of the effects of the wine? Derech mil, a person that travels one mil, v'shino kolshu, or if you just doze off, sleep just for a little bit, it gets rid of the effect of the wine. This is only if you drank one revius of wine. But if you drank more than a revius, so then so then you're going to travel on the way, the tircha of traveling after drinking and vishina, and also sleeping after drinking, it's going to make it even worse. A person drinks too much, even more than a revia, so then you close your eyes, you sleep, you're going to wake up, you're going to feel even more uh, mavulvul. The wine, it's not, it's not going not to get rid of the, uh, the effects of the wine. Okay, so what did we say till here? But if you drank a revia, how do you get rid of the effects of the wine? You have to go away of a mil. Is it true that the way of a mil will get rid of the effects of a wine? Maria brings a lengthy story. In the middle of the story, we'll see that it's not one mil, it's actually three mil. Let's see. So what's the story that happened? Vatanya, we learned as follows. Ma'is, but Rabbi Gamliel, Shoyrech, Gamliel was riding on a donkey. He was traveling from Akid to Ksiv, which is somewhere in Eretz Yisrael. Rabbi Loi was traveling behind him. They found a piece of challah or a piece of bread, whatever it is on the way. So Rabbi Gamliel said to him, Pick up this gluskim, pick up this challah from the, from the road. They, so they continued traveling. <coughs> they um, came across a goy. Rabbi Gamliel said to this guy, Mavgoi, that was his name. Mavgoi, take this gluskim. Take it from Eloi. Nitpa loy Rabbi Loi. So Rabbi Loi wanted to know who's this guy that Rabbi Gamliel knows him on first name basis. Who is he? So Rabbi Loi went to have a conversation with this guy. Amaloi mehechanata. Where are you from? Amaloi meyoreshol burgenin. I come from a city that uh, from with tents, a tent city. What's your name? Mavgoi Shmeni. My name is Mavgoi. So then he asked him, Klum he kirach Rabbi Gamliel meyoylam. Does Rabbi Gamliel know you? Rabbi Gamliel uh, saw you and he told me uh, he named you by your first name that I should give you the the gluskin. So he said, No, Amaloi um, love. No, I never met Rabbi Gamliel before. Oisa shalom adnu shekim Rabbi Gamliel beruach hakodesh. So he saw the ruach hakodesh of Rabbi Gamliel that he was able to name this guy by his first name, even though he never met him before. Till there is this part of the story. Now the Gemara stops and says, Three things we learn from this little incident. This seems to be like a very insignificant story over here. Picked up a piece of bread, gave it to a guy. But we actually can learn three halachas from this story. We learn from here, When you see food on the floor, you see bread on the floor, you're not allowed to walk past it, you have to pick it up from the floor. We also learn from here, that you follow people that are ta- traveling there and because m- most people traveling in this place were going so therefore Rabbi Loi couldn't eat this bread he told Rabbi Loi to pick it up but Rabbi Loi couldn't eat it and then he told him to give it to a guy why? because most people traveling there are going 
So the bread is is uh, pasakum. The third thing we learned from this is This was after Pesach, as Rashi says. This incident took place after Pesach. So we learn from here that the chomets of a goy after Pesach is muter bahano. Over here, you're going to have hano from it. Rashi says if you're giving something to a goy, so you this a certain this hano. You have you do a favor for a goy, so you're having a certain benefit of doing this favor for the goy. The goy could return that favor for you. So you're allowed to use the chomets of a goy. It's muter bahano after Pesach. Those are the three halachas that we could learn out from this part of the story. Now the Gemara continues what happened right there. Once Rabbi Gamliel arrived to Chziv, a person approached Rabbi Gamliel, he said, I have a nether. I want you to annul one of my nether that I have. So Rabbi Gamliel turned to Rabbi Loi that was with him. Did we drink a revius of Italian wine? So Rabbi Gamliel said to him, yes, we did. So in Cain, Yitayalacharenu, if so said Rabbi Gamliel, he has to follow us, he has to take a walk after us, until the wine that we drank, the effects of the wine will go away. So this person that wanted to be Mataneder walked behind them. How far? Gimel Milin, for three million. Till they came to the Sulam of Tzur, a ladder by Tzur. When they came over there to that place, Yorad Rabbi Gamliel Menachamayr. Rabbi Gamliel came off the donkey, Vinis Atif, and he wrapped himself in a garment, and the Yoshab Vehitolay and he sat down, and he was Mataneder. Okay, now the Brais is going to continue to say what we learn from this part of the story. There's different halachas we could learn from this part of the story, but before we get to that, so over here we see that they had to walk after him. How much? Three mil, not one mil. So the Brais continues and says, Vaharbet Varem Lomadne Baisusha. There's many halachas we could learn from this simple part of the story here. Lamadno, we learn from here, A revius of Italian wine makes a person shikr. So the shir, like we said already earlier, a revius of wine makes a person shikr. That if you're shikr, if you drank wine, you cannot paskana halacha. You did not want to be mataneder. Lamadno, when we also learn from here, that if you travel, if you walk around, then it'll take away the effect of the wine. And we also learn from here, that a chacham cannot annul a vow, not if he's riding on a donkey, not walking, not standing either, sitting, that's what it says here, right? He sat down. So we have to be matinadar, only sitting down. So here's the b'raise. So the Gemara concludes, What does it say in the b'raise? That they followed him three million in order to get rid of the effects of the wine. Not one mil. The Italian wine is a stronger wine. And even a revius makes you more shikr. And therefore you have to walk around. You have to go uh, three mil, not one mil. Is that true? But didn't we say before, If you drank a revius, then walking one mil is good. If you drank too much wine, more than a revius, then walking will not help. It's going to make it worse. 
And even if you sleep a little bit, it's going to also make it worse. So if you're telling me that the Italian wine is stronger, so that that's like drinking more than a revius of wine, walking around should not help. It should make it worse. So how did it help over here? Answers the Gemara, Rochov Shani. If you're riding on a horse, on a donkey, that's different. If you're walking around, so the tiredness of a person walking, the combination of a person drinking more than a revius of wine, and he has to walk around, that will make it worse. But if you're riding on a donkey for three mil after you drink more wine, that's okay. So the Gemara says, Now that you're making this distinction between a person that's walking and a person that's riding, so it's not a question also, this that we said, that to get rid of the effects of the wine, you have to walk one mil and not three. One mil is if you're walking. But if you're riding, so then it has to be dafke three mil. So because Rabbi Gamliel was riding, so therefore you have to go dafke three mil. That could be also an answer to that question. So you don't have to make a distinction between regular wine and Italian wine. Three mil riding is equivalent to one of one. To one mil walking, right. Now the Gavada comes back to another detail that was mentioned in this Braise, which is being mataneder, meifaneder. Any is this true of what we said here that in order to be mefineder you have to do it sitting? But Rav Nachman said nedarim. You could annul a nether. Bein mahalach whether you're walking, bein oimid whether you're standing, bein rochov whether you're riding on a donkey. So how can you say that he has to sit? Answers the Gemara tanoi. So machlokes tanoi. What's this machlokes tanoi based on? The ikel amanda omar poischen becharata. There's one opinion that says that the Chacham himself has to help the person that comes to be made for nether to give him an opening of how to regret the nether. The way you, you made for nether is the Chacham has to give him a Pesach. He has to explain him that you wouldn't have made a nether if, it would have been, if you would have been aware of these circumstances. The Chacham has to give him this. There's another opinion that says that you are not Pesach B'charata. So what is it, what is it, what's the connection? So Rashi explains the connection is if you have to be Pesach Becharata, if the Chacham is the one that's helping the person find a way out of his nether, so it has to be Be'yishu Vadas. You have to sit and think and listen to his nether and give him, give him a way out. So you have to sit for that. If you just have to say Mutalach, 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 or Mufalach, so then you don't have to sit. He tells you the story. He's going to give you the Pesach of how, why he's having Charata, and that's it. You just say Mufalach. You can be riding or walking or standing. It doesn't make a difference. So this is a Machlaikis. The Gemara says, "The Amar Rabbe Bar Barchone, Amar Rabbi Yechinen, My Pesach Le Rabbi Gamliel Ahu Gavre. What Pesach? What opening did Rabbi Gamliel give this person to regret his nether? He told him a Pesach. It says, Yesh Boite Kematkeres Charev. There's a person that expresses words. Boite Meloshim Bito. He speaks. He expresses words, and they're like the like a sword. Like he's uh, using a, the the sharp of part of a sword." The Lashon Chachamim, but the language of Chachamim, they're careful with what they speak, and they are a Chacham, that's Mataneda, Marpa, that's a healing. So he touched the Pasuk and said, a person that makes a Neda, and he's not sure that he can keep it, it's Roy that he should be killed with a sword. The Lashon of Chachamim, the Kayach of the Chachamim is to heal and to be Mataneda. So Rabbi Gamliel told him this Pasuk in order for the person to realize how severe it is for a person to make a nether, and this will be an opening for him, a Pesach, that he'll realize that he never wanted to make this nether in the first place. This was the Pesach for the Charata. So we see that Rabbi Gamliel, because he had to give him a Pesach to have Charata, so he has to sit down in one place and not just walk around. 
Now the Gemara goes back to another halacha that was brought in this b'raisa about the food. You're not allowed to leave the food on the ground. You have to pick up the food. Rav Yechen says in the name of Rav Shemim ben Yoichi. This is only true in earlier generations. Sheim b'nois Yisrael perutzayis b'kshafim. Minor. What's this? Oh, it's right over here. Sorry about that. Okay. So loishanu elam. Again, where are we over here? Loishanu elam b'deiris l'shayim sheim b'nois Yisrael perutzayis b'kshafim. This is in the earlier generations. That Bnois Yisrael were not Prutzais. They were not, uh, what's the word for Prutzais? Bekshafim? Uh, yeah. Sorcerers. Uh-huh. Prutzais. What's the word for Prutzais? Open to sorcerers. They were not open to Kishif. Yeah. yeah. So, therefore, the food that you find on the ground, you don't have to be afraid that this Kishif that they uh, did with it. But in later generations, Bnois Yisrael, Prutzais, Bekshafim, that the Bnois Yisrael were involved with Kishif, Mavirit. You can leave the food, you don't want to touch it, you don't want to get affected by their Kishif. Tane and Abraisa we learned Shlema Mavirin, whole pieces of bread. That's something that you can leave. Psisin ein Mavirin. Broken pieces of crumbs or broken pieces of bread that you have to pick up. And regarding pieces of bread, there's no kishiv that they would uh, put into it. It says in the Pasik. Even with pieces of bread, they also used it for Kishif. And says the Gemara, Hasam the Shakli Over there, it doesn't mean that they put Kishif, they used Kishif in the bread. All it means is that they would get paid for their Kishif, even with pieces of bread. Okay, so obviously this is all something that uh, today doesn't apply, it's Kishif. So therefore today, the Allah is when you see bread on the floor, you have to pick up the bread. Going back over here to the concept of a shikin, that is not a lot of daven. So based on this, he said, I could patter, I could, the whole world would be exempt from Midas Adin, referring to Yidin, of course. And, uh, and he's talking about from the time of the Chorban until today, you can patter everybody from Midas Adin. Why? Shanem, the Pasik says, the Yidin are poor and the Yidin are drunk, not from wine. The Yidin are drunk from Tzadis. The Tzadis of after the Chorbin is the reason that Yidin are considered to be like drunk. So if so, if Yidin are drunk, so they're not responsible for anything they do. So therefore, I can patter all Yidin from Midas Adin. from everything. Shikir, even if he's drunk, but his sale is a sale. Memkare memker. So mekho means what he buys. is is a good, good acquisition. And what he sells is a good sale. He does an Aveda that there's a chi of misa. Misa noisa. He's responsible. He's chai of misa. Malkus. If it's an Aveda of Malkus. Malkus noisa. Even a person that drank and is a shikir, he's considered to be like a regular, sane human being, and it's chayv, he's responsible for everything. So how could he say that he can pata the entire world minadin because of the fact that we're shikir from tzadis, if we see that a person even that has tzadis or shikir is responsible for everything he does? El says the Gemara, shapatim minatfila. He can pata everybody. El shapatim, sorry, this is part of the b'raisa. El shapatim minatfila. A person that's shikir is potter from davening. That's the only thing that he's potter from. <laughs> but not from anything else. 
So the Gemara explains, When Rav said in the name of Allah, that he could part the whole world, that he said, He was referring also to Davin, that he could part everybody from the Chiyav to Davin, the fact that they don't Davin properly, if a person would be judged for this, that he didn't Davin B'Chavona properly, we have an excuse that in this man we have so many tzadahs that we can't be mechavan and artfilah properly. said, going back to what it said here in the B'raise, regarding the fact that a person is responsible and that uh, his sale is a sale and he's going to be chayav for everything he does, that's only if a person doesn't come to a point of shichrus like light, where light wasn't aware of what he's doing. In a case where a person gets to such a level of shikhros, so then a person is totally potter from everything. So maybe this is said of here in the Gemara also by Hamshach to his point, that in Gizman HaGolos, when you have such sodas that are mamish to the point of shikhros is shalait, so then you could exempt the potter and adin from everything. Let's go a little bit weiter. Rav Chanine says, What's the pshat of these words? So Rashi says, Mefik means that a person that passes over davening, why is davening? Davening is called mugging because the first bracha, Shmei Nasra, is mugging Avram. Right? So a person that passes over, he doesn't daven because Bishas Gaive. What does Bishas Gaive mean? So Rashi says, Bishas Shikhros, a person that's drunk and he uh, acts like a Balgaive when he's drunk and he doesn't daven because of this. So Seigrin Vechaismin Tzaris Ba'adai. The Eivishter closes off and seals off any tzaddas from him, that they shouldn't come upon him. In other words, the fact that he was drunk and because of that he didn't daven, he did the right thing. Shanama the Pasik says, Gaive afike maginim sager v'chosim tzar. That a person that was drunk and afike maginim, he passes over the mugging, the bracha of mugging Avram, he doesn't daven, the Eivishter closes off tzaddas from him. Where do we see that the word afik means to pass over? The Pasik says, So uh, it says, Like the river that comes out and passes through. So we see that the word Afik means like the waters of a river that pass through. Rabbi Yechanan said this differently. A person that's not Mafik. What does this mean? So the Pshad of here is the word Mafik means to re- actually speak, to reveal, to say. To, uh, to express, right? So what is Rabbi Yechanan saying? A person that's drunk and he does not express the words of davening. It's the same point, that because he's drunk, he's not expressing, he's not saying the words of davening. And not that not pass through, but that he does not express the words of davening. Where do you see that the word mafik means to reveal, to express the words of davening in this case? The Pasuk says, means the water that comes out. So you see over here that it means to express. So we have a Pasuk that the word mafik is true, that it means to pass over, and it also means to express. So my what difference is there between these two statements? Both statements, the way it was said, the point is that when a person is drunk, he should not daven. One says he should pass over the davening, and one says he should not express the davening. What's the difference between them? It says the Gemara, the difference between them is what Rav Sheshes said. Rav Sheshes, if he would drink, so he gave over his uh, sleep to his servant, that he should wake him up when it comes the time to daven. 
The argument over here is, if we hold of what Rav says, the one that says that you have to pass over the davening says, it's not going to be enough just to sleep a little bit in order to be able to daven. If you're drunk, you have to pass over the davening. The other one says that no, if you're drunk, so then you shouldn't express the words of davening while you're drunk, but if you slept a little bit, then it's okay, then you could, you'll, you'll be able to daven. If your mind is not settled in you, I'll use follow. Don't daven. Because the Pasik says, that if you have something that's that's uh, that's that's uh, bothering you, so then you shouldn't paskana halacha. And the Gemara says the same thing also, you shouldn't daven. And a day that he was uh, angry about something, there was something that was disturbing him, he didn't daven. Omar, he said, then in such a situation, al you shouldn't paskin, and you see if it says you shouldn't have an either. On a day that there was a wind, there was a hurricane wind that came out of the way, out of the south, he didn't have he couldn't have a clear mind to be able to paskin. He didn't that he didn't go to, to the Bezin, that is. He didn't go to the Bezin to Paskana Aloha. In order to be able to pass in a halacha, you have to have the clarity of the mind, like a day when there's a, a northern wind that comes out and it's a beautiful day, that's, you have to have that clarity of mind to be able to pass in a halacha. Omer says, If my mother said to me, it wasn't really his mother, it was a stepmother, the one that raised him, if she said to me, bring me the kutta, which was a certain uh, food, she, she just told me a little thing, she disturbed me and she said, bring me the kutach, loy tanoi. I wasn't able to learn properly. I wasn't, I, I wasn't able to learn with the same focus that I usually was able to. Omar Rave, Rave said, ikatsasan kina, if a... Huh? It is a mitzvah. He wasn't saying he wouldn't do it. He, he would do it, but it would, it would take away his clarity of learning. It shows you to what extent, in order to be able to focus properly on learning, even the tiniest thing could take away your clarity of learning. Rav says, If even a, a, a lice would bite me, I wouldn't be able to learn. Um, his mother made for him Zion money, seven uh, there are changes of clothing, for seven days, if you change your clothing, so there'll be no lice in order for him to be able to learn Torah.